success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement Podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. And Damon and Matt, what is the difference between estate planning and legacy planning? Well, you have an estate, you know, whether you think of it that way or not, and that's going to include your house and everything that you own. You know, that's your estate. But your legacy is, you know, think about that. It's what you're going to leave. And, you know, most people have the mindset and nowadays that they they plan for retirement and they want to have those dollars first and foremost be available for for their family. Mm -hmm. Right. Usually a husband and wife or two partners or whatever. And they're looking at how do we take care of each other so that regardless of how long we we live, we're going to have enough money. But if you're doing good planning, likely you are going to leave something. And that's where the legacy planning, which is also, it's just a, another part of your estate plan is what do we want to have happen with these dollars once we're gone? And I guarantee you the answer is not, we want a bunch of it to go to Uncle Sam or to lawyers, mm-hmm. which is, you can talk through probate, you can talk through taxes and everything else, but really making sure that you look at things and say, what do we want to have happen with these dollars so that number one, they take care of us, but whatever's left Let's make sure that we've got a plan. And, and Arizona is a great state for that. They've made it very easy with the laws to make sure that you can avoid probate and things. But then how do you then make the rest of the planning to be efficient with your taxes and leave things to in a way that's going to help the people that you love after you're gone? You know, one tip I would give as far as legacy planning is, you know, we have people come in and some people, they barely have enough to be able to retire and retire with dignity. We have some that they could live it up, but they don't have a ton of leftover. And then we have others that come in and they have quite a bit that they are like, it's very unlikely I'm ever going to use this in my lifetime. I am planning on passing this on as a legacy. Right. Well, that kind of money can be invested a little bit differently, right? So obviously money that you might need in the next five or 10 years, yet that needs to be invested with a different risk level than maybe something you don't think you're going to need for 20 or 30 or, or, or even longer. One of the ways you can do, you really maximize legacy planning and the tip I would give is you need to kind of compartmentalize what this money is for. So if you have money that you don't think you're ever going to touch, you could be a little bit more aggressive with it. You could do some other things more long-term with this money because the intention is I doubt I will ever need it. I'm likely going to pass it on. So how do I build this legacy and prepare it in a way that is going to have the best tax advantages and be ready for my kids when they inherit that? And so I think that's something that we kind of often ignore. We put everything in one bucket and oftentimes you can kind of separate that because sometimes, you know, you get to retirement, you're like, wow, I didn't realize, you know, I had this much wealth. I could do some other things. You know, we have some clients that have started to gift some of their money to their kids so they can help some of the kids and the grandkids out while they're alive rather than waiting all the way till the end. So there's a lot of things you can do to pass on wealth, create a legacy, and do the most you can to help you and your family. Yeah, but Matt, there's also some people that will just say, you know what, my goal is to spend it all in retirement. Everything sure. that I've worked for, right. yeah, it's it's my money and bless my family, but I've worked hard for this and I'm going to spend it all. Yeah, and I, I think that's great. And I had a client, and I've told this story before, but she came in and her first year of retirement, I mean, she was a millionaire. She had more than a million dollars saved up. And when we came in for our annual review after one year, all she talked about is what she was doing regarding her budget. She wasn't talking about the trips or any of the things that she was doing in retirement, the fun stuff. And I said, hold on, let's pause. And I said, let's look at your stuff 
And I had her go up to our whiteboard and actually total up her assets. And I said, look, you just added it up. You have more than a million bucks. Why are we talking about coupon cutting and saving money over in here? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, this is an opportunity for you to actually go out and spend. And she's like, oh my gosh, I've been saving my whole life. I've never really thought of spending some of this. And so I said, this is something we need to start doing. Again, we're not going to go crazy. We're not going to go buy a Ferrari, but you know, we need to spend some of this money. You need to enjoy this. And so she came back to the office a couple of weeks later and I walk in the office and she holds up her hands and she had these bright red fingernails and her big splurge was she went and got a, a manicure. That was her, that was her big <laughs> splurge. And so I said, well, I, I guess that's a start, right? I mean, we're, we're on our way, but I'm Next all time for... go to a better salon, maybe do a <laughs> pedicure and a manicure as well. Right. Maybe double yeah. it up. Right. You know, but I mean, bottom line is that everybody has their different goals. And again, I'm not going to change someone's stripes. I mean, this, she was a saver at heart. She's not going to suddenly become a spender, but you're going to spend what's going to make you happy. You're going to enjoy that part of your retirement. And you probably are going to have money left over with a lot of those people that had been saver their whole life. But bottom line is if you want to spend the money, we want to create a plan that allows you to spend the money. If your goal is to have something to leave for your kids, you can build it that way as well. And so bottom line, it comes down to what is your goal? How do you make that work? But I think everyone's goal is I want to take care of myself first. Right. And so we got to have a plan that does that. And then we can build the extra things onto that. I want to get your reaction to a recent headline in the USA Today. It started out by saying profits are rising in IRAs and 401ks. That's great news. However, the headline continues. So are future taxes. So Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, are we in a big surprise once we hit retirement when it comes to taxes? This has got to be the worst kept secret ever, right? Right. So. I mean, we are at historically low tax rates. So the effective tax rate for the average U.S. citizen is the lowest it's been in 40 years. That means what we are paying, again, I know we feel like we're paying a bunch in taxes, but, and that's because, you know, you're stacking on top of that, your sales tax and your property tax and this and that. But bottom line is our income tax rates are at historical lows. Meanwhile, we just printed a bunch of money for the stimulus packages mm-hmm. that have come out. We've been accruing debt at a dramatic rate, and it's now going up by more than a trillion dollars just because the interest on that is accumulating. We're, we're approaching $30 trillion. And so all of this money is going to need to be paid back. We're going to have to at least start making a dent or at least making it so that the deficit stops growing. And the only way that that can be accomplished is generating more in taxes. And so there's a couple ways you can do that. And everybody kind of debates about this. But, you know, you say, okay, well, if we can boost the economy, if the economy gets rolling, people are making more money, well, then people will pay more in taxes, even if the tax rates are lower. And that, that is true. But it doesn't take much for you to look out and say, okay, if the politicians are looking out there and say, hey, we got a huge debt crisis, what should we do? If you look out and you see there's $25 trillion sitting in retirement accounts that hasn't been taxed, do you think it's going to take much for them to kind of say, you know what? If we raise taxes, all these baby movers, these people preparing for retirement, all this tax deferred money, we could make a bunch of money off of that. And we could solve a few problems right here in Washington. And so I think that's on the horizon. I think, you know, we're not the only ones that have been preaching that and up on our soapbox, but, but that is a likely scenario, a very likely scenario. And so what we're trying to do with our clients is we're saying, look, we know you have to pay taxes. Our goal is for you to legally pay the least amount of taxes as possible. So we could sit around and do nothing and we could just wait for tax rates to go up and you just kind of throw your hands in the air and you say, oh, well, 
or you could be proactive and say, okay, what strategies, what opportunities, what can I do to pay Uncle Sam his fair share, but not a penny more? Mm -hmm. And if we can do that, if we can implement those types of strategy, if we can save you 5%, 10% in what you would pay Uncle Sam, that is the exact same as adding 5 or 10% more to your 401k. So if you wanted to get a 10% bonus to your 401k right now, today, be more tax efficient. That's how easy it is. And so that's something that Damon and I spend a lot of time with clients as part of their retirement plan is making it more tax efficient because Uncle Sam is going to come after your money. You've got to do what you can to protect it. You know, everybody knows the uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? And, right? and we've talked about our Morningstar report that we do for people. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting with a client and we, and we finished that whole conversation and, and we were talking about diversification and she was really upset that, you know, the advisor that, that she had been working with had not diversified her properly. And, and she just was kind of up in arms about that. And then, and then we started talking about taxes and I said, you know, you recognize here that all your eggs are in one basket here. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, everything you have is never been taxed. There's not a penny that you have that's never been taxed. So you're kind of going to be at the mercy of the government and taxes when you get there. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. she's got some years left before, you know, she's going to retire. And so we talked about just as it's important to diversify in your 401ks with your investments and with bonds and stocks and, and other things that have, you know, more risk and less risk, et cetera, and across different asset classes, et cetera. You've also got to diversify the tax vehicles that you're going to use. And as Matt was saying, there's a really, we're kind of in that perfect storm where it hasn't hit yet, but you have opportunities to kind of better prepare your ship for that storm that's coming. And that is looking at your current situation and saying, is there opportunities for me to take some of these dollars and yes, pay the taxes now? Because wouldn't you rather pay tax at an effective 10% versus 25? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a no brainer all day long. And there may be that opportunity for you right now based on current tax rates and being able to take money from that 401k and move it over, even though you don't need it right now, to a Roth IRA where you can pay the tax now and then whatever goes in there, now it those money, those dollars, whatever you put in and the interest will never be taxed again. And that, that can be a huge boon. And here's where that comes into play is down the road, you're retired. And you need an extra five grand because you want to, you know, you have an AC unit go out or whatever it is. If you've prepared, now you have two buckets. One, you could pull out and you're going to have $5,000 of additional tax. What if now tax rates are at, you know, you're at 25% and you're going to pay 25% on that five grand. Or you could look at if you've prepared over to that Roth that 10 years ago you started building up and paying the tax at an effective 10% or 12% and it's built up and it's grown by more than 5,000, you could pull the money out of there and keep yourself in that lower tax bracket and know I won that battle, right? I used money in an efficient way. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.
Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 